Alright everybody, welcome back to another episode of Bigelow's Bungalow. Um, we don't have Brett with us today, but I have someone just as funny, if not more funny. Andres Herrera. Do you have a stage name? Uh, no, that's it. That's my stage name or whatever. You know what you should be? You should have. be... You, your deliveries are just like Jerry Seinfeld. Like, you oh. sound like him. Mm-hmm. So you should like... Like work on something like his name, but different. Uh-huh. Andres Herrera Seinfeld. <laughs> Herrera Feld. Yeah, I think uh, I don't know. I think it'd be an advantage to have something Jewy as a comedian. <laughs> so honestly, like, who are all the agents? You know, uh oh, yeah. Sorry about that, folks. My mic went out. Um, the agents are all Jewish. The people that own all like the clubs outside of Utah are mm-hmm. Jewish or Jew. Like Jew adjacent, you know, Jew adjacent, tangential to the Jewish culture. <laughs> They're in it, but mm-hmm. not of it necessarily. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I. Uh, I wish. I, I grew up wanting to be Woody Allen. That's not a joke. Like I wish I. <laughs> I wish I had like, that Bronx. Not like childhood. Woody Allen. You wanted to. Be no, I wanted Woody to be. Allen. I. I seriously thought when I was fifteen, I was the second coming of Woody Allen. I, <laughs> but uh, things turned out a little differently. See, that's a joke. That's funny. Yeah, you should, well, that, you should do that for the next. That's, open but that's night. just my feeling, though. <laughs> I think that's how a lot of jokes come out. Is like just people talking, and some guys are like that. That that would be funny on stage. And then you yeah. try it, and then it doesn't work, and you secretly hate their fucking guts because <laughs> they made you go out on a limb. So for all the people listening who don't know who either of us are, um, I met Andres at an open mic night down in Provo, Utah. He's very funny. His Carhartt joke didn't land because people are stupid. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna challenge you on that. I think I could have set it up a little bit better. I don't know. People, I thought it was funny. Yeah, well, but the thing is, comedy fans are just insane, and they can see layers, true. They can see layers of stuff. A lot easier you know it's like it's like a software yeah. engineer can probably see code and be like well it's obvious that this that line and between the 20,000 <laughs> exactly what it is so that's exactly yeah. what it is because it's not obvious do you want to set up the thing and i'll say the joke real quick set up what i was talking yeah. about um so like we're both from salt lake area from rose mm-hmm. park and it was a really poor area that you were talking about and um you're talking about how it changed and, and yeah yeah, uh, let me. I didn't set it up very That's, well. Hold on. Well, I don't know. It's because it's tough to do like stage jokes on like just in person. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah, it doesn't translate as well. But then the joke was like, oh, there's a lot of gentrification going on. And I'm walking on a, <laughs> you know, I used to walk by this Jordan, this thing called the Jordan River Trail, and before it was a lot of guys in sweatpants and hoodies, and I was scared. But then gentrification <laughs> happened, and now you know it's a lot of Carhartt material, right? A lot of <laughs> attire, Carhartt attire. That's, the, that's I feel like that's more of a tag than a joke. But yeah, I think I think you're leaning on the word gentrification pretty heavily, but I'm yeah. fine with that. I'll, I'll I'm glad I'm glad you're fighting it. <laughs> I want you. This joke will only pass the test. Ian Bigelow from Thank Bungalow you. Bigelow's is Thank happy you. with it. Oh man, that means yeah. so much. So when did you start doing comedy? Or uh, when, did, when did you? Better question. When did you know? that you were funnier than everybody else? Well, I wasn't actually, well, in high school, I was pretty funny. Like I, I, uh, I was actually, I feel like I was funnier than I am now when I was in high school because of how (laughs) angry I was. I'm like a calm, well-adjusted person now, but back then, (laughs) but, uh, so I grew up with all these like Bosnian kids and the only reason I was their friend, 
right? I was a nerd. They all were into soccer and, you know, cars and spiky yeah. hair and all that shit. <laughs> Only reason they were my friend is because I was funny, right? Yeah. But I actually, I didn't grow up feeling like I was the funniest kid. I always thought other people were funnier. Like my cousin, yeah. Eduardo, was always funnier than I was at, in Mexico at family things. He was always like yeah. the life of the party. And I, that's what I thought was funny. But yeah, now I, in high school, I think I was pretty fun. I feel like I got away from your question, but. No, it's fine. For me, it was the same thing. Like high school, I don't know. I remember watching my, the first comedian. I'm going to bring him up. He's mm-hmm. he's not good anymore. And I realized what he did was bad. But Bill Cosby was the first comedian yeah. that like, I remember my dad introduced me to the stand-up comedians and the back of my mm-hmm. head just went, yeah, just right off. I was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, they just stand up in front of people and make people laugh. Yeah, it is. It's an insane thing that you feel like, how could anyone ever do that? For an why hour. would you pay to see somebody do that? Oh no, it was the it wasn't like why would you pay? It was like how how does that work? That's true. Yeah, how does the guy just stand just up like, there? Are they just like making it up as they go along? But I remember, yeah. and then in high school, like it's it's I was like the funny guy because I'm not like mm-hmm. particularly fit. Mm-hmm. I'm not like I wasn't even smart enough to be a nerd. Yeah, I was just kind of like in the middle. So the yeah. only way I could make it, through you're the middle child high school. of social high school. Exactly. So yeah. I had to I had to be funny. In order to not get bullied, mm-hmm. I still got bullied, and I was funny. I, <laughs> I don't know what this protective aura that you—you're so funny that you deflected the bullies. That's well, no, I didn't deflect them. I, I just was able to deal with it. I guess that's how I dealt with what it. What kind? Well, what kind of bullies were you dealing with, though? Were your bullies like, I, wearing I mean, Carhartt attire? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think they're different than my bullies. My bullies—they were the white. What white I, I went to. I went to a very white high school, so yeah, they yeah. were like, "Oh, you're you're not driving a seven series to school." Eh, <laughs> yeah, nerd. That's, it's right. I had a mix of like, I had a mix of that because I went to the school called West High here in Utah. Yeah, yeah, I know West and, High. Yeah, I went to but, Olympus. Okay, yeah, I've heard of Olympus, but there it's it's a weird mix because they I was in the APIB program stuff. Yeah, and a lot of that is uh, more affluent kids, and I was not an affluent kid, so it's weird. It's like like rich kids kind of ignored me, but then like poor kids of my stature bullied me like <laughs> you know <laughs> so I, that's totally what it was yeah man. i feel that yeah and you but, came from like it's not that like i wasn't like poor i wasn't i was actually like, i grew up feeling like i was a rich kid because all my friends were were way poorer than i was yeah so i was like a spoiled little brat relative to yeah. my friends and then all of a sudden eighth grade you know <laughs> kids going yeah. to europe over the summer to, yeah, a cot- like, oh. to a cottage or something <laughs> that they yeah, their my, parents, my dad's own. Cottage their parents own a cottage just to have it for three months out of the year my parents yeah. have a house that's kind of cool yeah yeah that's that's an accomplishment in my neighborhood <laughs> right the people in duplexes and shit you know <laughs> yeah like so i grew up i'm in like Let's be real. We're in Utah. It's really white here, right? But my neighborhood. It depends. We well, overall, maybe yes, but Salt Lake is actually pretty diverse. It just depends. Salt on where Lake you is, are. is, yeah. yeah. So I live in a neighborhood where there's one apartment complex that's like the equal opportunity housing. Mm-hmm. So like I have like very diverse like neighborhoods. So I, like, but I lived in. The, I was called the ghetto. I grew up yeah. in the ghetto because of yeah. that. So like, I'm you said you grew up in Murray. Yeah. Well. So it's called Mill Creek now, but it's basically Murray. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I'm familiar with that awful area. No. I'm yeah, it's <laughs> it's good now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, they pushed all the homeless people out, so it's great now. But 
Yeah, I think they That's pushed them from place. Mill Creek to Rose Park because they're starting to pop up again. <laughs> that the river is, uh, you know, it's becoming like a Fallout Three encampment area. I'm, with I mean, they need a place to bathe. They need a well. Look, I don't, I'm not against people like just doing what they have to do, but it's like the 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 like there's there's plastic bags amongst everything, you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's. <laughs> I don't know. How do they get so much stuff? That's when I was a kid. So when I was in elementary school, I always yeah. thought it would be cool to be like a drifter, like a bum. Cause yeah. like I would look, this is like a bit I've been trying to work out. Cause like I would look out the window and I went to an elementary school in kind of a, not a bad part of town, but it was a more colorful part of town. Mm-hmm. Not like race wise. I'm not trying to like play a race card. Yeah. Just like things happened at my <laughs> elementary It was colors. I went to school like, with colors and I was not <laughs> colored, yeah. but the colors liked me. <laughs> I was no, so like, funny they didn't bully me. The colored yeah. stuff. Yeah, I was the token white. No, um, like yeah. there was a kid in my sixth grade class that was smoking weed. Like mm-hmm. that's the elementary school I sixth went to. Grade. Yeah, I'm always shocked when kids start doing shit that young. Like, yeah, but I have a friend the, who lost his virginity when he was twelve. I'm like, Jesus. I mean, I was like, I didn't even know what to do with my thing back yeah, then. Like, You're already twelve is young. That's yeah, young. That's very um, young. But the joke is like. I always wanted to be homeless because I'd be sitting in my elementary school class and I'd look out and I see this homeless guy and he'd be like, "Wow, that guy doesn't have any responsibilities." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he's just free. Right? He's free. On. All right. Unfortunately, due to some Wi-Fi issues, we lost a whole good part of jokes. It was very funny, but that's okay. Love you, Drace. You are just so fascinating. I might have uh, to have you right. on again. All right. Now let's get to what the people really want. They want to oh. hear half-baked jokes. Okay. I'll get us started. Yeah, go ahead and get us started while I... Uh... Okay, let's see here. Oh, wait, are these jokes that we haven't done yet or jokes that we're just Either working on? Or... Anything, anything. And, and okay. don't worry, I won't steal them. And, and <laughs> the other part of this is to like help each other out, too. This is gotcha. for a niche market of people who are insane about comedy. Um, oh, actually, first I'm going to start with this. That open mic night at Wise Guys, the line mm-hmm. that kills me is, nothing says swag like child pornography. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that what uh, Jordan said to someone? The, the MC. So the guy like okay. the guy got up and talked about, he made that really, uh, I don't know. I People laugh. He made the joke about child pornography, which like... Uh... Yeah, I don't. Sometimes I'm paying attention. Sometimes I'm not. I feel like was not paying attention. Yeah. No, <laughs> so the MC was like, nothing says sweat. Anyway, let's see here. Um, we should bring back hitting kids. Uh, being hit as a kid, ta- uh, being hit as a child taught me uh, the falseness of sexism. My mom hit me way harder than my dad did. Okay. You hit like a girl was a compliment in my house. <laughs> it was what people aspired to. Yeah. It's like my okay. dad was like, oh, he'd like spank me once and then he'd feel yeah. bad. But my mom would spank me like 15 or 30 times. Mm-hmm. There's something there. There's something there. Uh, yeah. I, so I, uh, I'll, I'll warn you. This is the problem is like, there's so many comedians that there's going to be overlap. Yeah. I've heard Bill Bird do a very similar bit um, about hitting on kids. Conan. Oh yeah, um, that's right. because he was saying that his mom, his mom used to hit them even though his dad didn't. Oh yeah, because oh, she could. I got to be careful. Yeah, because she's one. a lady. She can just walk <laughs> in there, just fucking. <laughs> dude, Bill Burr kills me, dude. He is so. Yeah. Oh, his observation. Okay, your turn. 
so again, I don't I don't feel like I do jokes. I feel like I, I more like talk about things. You're but, a storyteller um, for sure. Uh, my thing is, so I'm t- so this is kind of this is based on real stuff. Is that I'm talking to this guy and he's always like complaining that, or he's not complaining. He's he's always like bragging that he used to like be part of a circus or something. And I'll and uh, my thing is like I don't think anyone used to brag about being part of a circus back in the day. You know, like part of a circus was a bad thing. It's like you know, circus you freak, were a freak yeah. or you were a mutant, or your family left you in the woods and you're just wandering. What did and you like, join the circus? Yeah, yeah it's could... like, and then a punchline is like, it's like being proud of having a cleft palate or something. Like that's something we've we've tried to remove. So that's one. That's I've not good. done that joke. I've not done that joke. So that's what whatever's between the setup and the punchline is going to be great. Because yeah. the cleft palate thing, that, perfect. Yeah. That's a perfect like, punchline. Just like, just like Joaquin. <laughs> Joaquin. Like little Mutu on that commercial. Um, let's see here. This one's a premise, and I, I love arguing. Um, do you ever just take the opposing argument just for the sake of arguing? Um, sometimes I'm I'm pretty good about arguing what I feel is not necessarily right, but what I feel. Yeah. Um, but I, I actually, I really like arguing with people. Like it's oh, my it's favorite so thing. It energ- like it genuinely energizes me. Yeah. Like all <laughs> people be, like yeah. and about stupid things too. Like, yeah. Oh, why are you getting that flavor of Ben and Jerry's? Like, are you stupid? I, I actually like arguing with people about really serious things that they're very emotional yes. about. And, and I'm, I don't care. Like I'm just kind of loop. <laughs> like I like yeah. staying apolitical because it, it allows, yeah. I feel like it allows me to make fun of whoever I want to make fun of. Yeah. And so I can just like, yeah, like I love like in 2020 was so good for that. Oh man. I, if you're paying attention to it, I God God bless anyone who's trying to watch the news. I, I stay away. I, I don't, I skim people on Twitter, you know, yeah. every once in a while, but like even that, I think it just poisons your soul. Oh my so. goodness. There's nothing good yeah. about like news right now. It's, it's all just like, Oh, this person's dead. Oh, yeah. Awesome. I don't know. It's just because news, both left and right, they have an incentive to make the most, you know, bombastic things. Oh, yeah. Just so they get clicks. So it's like, it's literally, they just want people to click on whatever their thing is. Yeah. And so it's, that's not a healthy way to go about writing about the world. Sure. Right? It's going to be funny, though, in a couple of years. Maybe. Yeah. It depends <laughs> on what it is. Um, all right. Yeah. That's a, uh, that's something I'm working on like, about something about arguing just for fun, but we're not, there that's yet. a good, pre- that's a good premise. And yeah. then like, I think if, if you have an actual uh, experience like that, you can use, that would be good to, yeah. you know, like, yeah. So I told this guy, Joe Biden, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, what? But I have to be careful because like, I've, it would also could also turn into like when uh, Bill Burr was like, what you got to do is you got to piss off both sides. Like, is, no, what is it? Donald Trump is such a dope. He's gonna make me vote for a woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I like how he was talking about how he's like, yeah, no, she's one of those girls that had a fucking elk on her head. You know, those <laughs> yeah, And dude, Connor was like, what? What are you talking about? Like, what you yeah, they all wore animals on their heads. <laughs> you know, having orgies yeah. under the mountain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what they do? You know, rich people. Like... <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Bill Burr's so all right. You're up. Let's let's hear a promise. Oh, We're gonna. Did keep you going. tell me a joke? Uh, no, I just. Oh, okay. Um, We're just working on ideas here. Okay. Hopefully, uh, something lands. Uh, I have this idea. 
I'll do a joke I did last uh, week, this past week. I was talking about how uh, a lot of people hate races, you know, like, oh, I'm a white guy and I hate black people. Or like, oh, I'm a Mexican guy and I hate black people. Or like, I'm a Vietnamese guy and I hate black people, right? <laughs> and I was like, that's the consistent thing. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then I say like, oh, I actually have transcended that and I actually hate a country. And that country is China. I hate China. And I say, oh, you know what they're doing to the Uyghurs and they're bringing fentanyl into this country. And then I end with and their porn is both underwhelming and rapey at the same time, <laughs> which is the worst part. And that's yeah, that's that's, the... that's a good joke. You're not going to hear that I, in pro. You know, I'm, I'm worried because I have way too much, too, way too many jokes about Chinese people <laughs> to where I think like it's some serious like like weird obsession. Like, you know, like in, in movies where the slave owner has like is in love with his slave yeah like i feel like i have some weird where is this going man (laughs) i'm saying i want i want i love making fun of chinese (laughs) like chinese not chinese people but chinese stuff yeah it's an easy target literally yeah i out of any race it's the most (laughs) it's the most i have uh jokes about so it's a easy target easy target (laughs) very easy (laughs) okay um Let's see here. I hope Salamander and Cigarette come come back to uh, Provo. It's not a joke. That's just something I want. Do you remember that? Sal- were you there for what that? Is what is Salamander? Salamander and Cigarette. Cigarette and Salamander. What is that? They were. Oh, were you not there for them in uh, at Improv Broadway? Salamander and Cigarette. Yeah, it was the. Two I don't know what that is. That went up on stage and like. Uh-uh. Were you not there for that? It was the one. Uh-huh. It was two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I was. They weren't good, but I oh, laughed. You know, you know why? Is because can I tell you how stupid I am? Yeah. Is that yeah. I? I so I've been coming to the Provo mic, and I really like it. And uh, I invited my sister. I was like, Samantha, come out. It's safe. You know, everyone's got their mask on. So yeah. if you want to do something, she's like, Yeah, I haven't done anything for a long time. And so I'm like, Okay, it's eight to nine. And then we're driving, and we get there, but it was already nine o'clock. <laughs> And for some reason, in my mind, I was like, "It's yeah, this show is from eight to nine. I'll leave at eight o'clock, and then I'll get." And so that's that was, probably, that was probably the night. That was probably the night. Yeah, that was. Yeah. It was. I I had a. I brought a crowd. I brought like eight or nine people to that. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, was, I remember there was a lot of people there that night. Yeah, I uh, invited. So my dad, when he was in college, he would do like comedy shows with his buddies, and so I invited mm-hmm. all of them. Oh, cool! It was a good. It was a good night. It was a really good. That's night. A, yeah. It was a good night that I missed because I'm stupid. And uh, while you guys were enjoying the show, I'm literally driving from Salt Lake with my sister. Like, yeah, we're going to watch a comedy show. It's going to be great. I, I like the improv Broadway. I really do. It's a good it's a, it's a good place. It's Well, what's nice about it is, like, I think, again, bar mic's super important because you can talk to other people. Yeah. But having a stage and having everyone be quiet and, you know, to really interact with them. Yeah. That's a that skill translates over to wise guys oh, or to very, any big, very well, very any big well. place. Um, let's see here. This one's very half baked. Uh, so thirty nine, only thirty nine percent of Americans can pass the U.S. citizenship test. That's two out of three, and this is supposed to be in like a room. So like that means wait, wait, is that only thirty nine percent? Only thirty nine percent. This is true. Only thirty nine percent of Americans. This was in twenty seventeen. Uh, can pass the U.S. citizenship test. That's barely two out of three, right? That's a little over two out of three. That means in this room, two-thirds of us should be deported. Okay. That's, yeah. 
I, you know, can I be honest? I have a hard time judging other people's jokes because I don't want to be like, I don't want to be like mean or anything. No, be mean. Was that good or bad? Um, it was okay. Can I tell you why I am? It's not hitting me. It's because yeah, yeah. like I'm trying to figure out the math in my head. Because when you said thirty nine percent, that's nearly. So that's two numbers that you oh, are not. Yeah. Because right? you're, you're saying thirty nine percent, and then you said that's nearly two thirds. Oh, that's right. So that's 39%. so you have to say. So you have to say, so that means only, only that's, so that you have to say, so that means that two thirds of people can't pass. So that means. So that over, means that. Yeah. So explain it, explain pass. it to people. It's, okay. Cause the math I was, cause in my mind, before you even finished the joke, I was thinking like, uh, I was thinking like 39%. I was like, is it, is it that's not two thirds. Am I dumb? Like, <laughs> so well, I need to find out the right person. Do you think I should get yeah. specific with the fraction? No, no, no. You don't, don't worry about reality. Just whatever works for your joke. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about real Two thirds stuff. rolls off the tongue a little bit better than like five yeah. eighths. Yeah. Don't, what, change it to make it the best for your joke. Don't worry about what the real stats is. Yeah. But that's true. 39% of Americans. Oh, wait. 39% of. Uh, I should switch that to say 61% can't pass. That'd be better yeah. than 39. That's better. Yeah. Cause then you don't have those two. Cause you're, cause you're addressing a percentage from both sides of what it is. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, but that's is. my, uh, that was my, yeah, that was, uh, that was it. The workshop. <laughs> that was, uh, that's, 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 that's a perfect thing to do is to say like, Oh, the wording of it. Cause sometimes you don't, you think, you're in your brain and you think something's funny, but yeah. actually it's equally important, like how you get to oh, there for sure, which is a, which is a really good thing to learn it, even in life, apart from stand up comedy, just learning how to talk to people, super valuable thing. All right. Let's hear it. Andres. Any, any other, any other material? Um, I don't have, this isn't a joke. This is more like a little semi story. Uh, it, I'm talking, I'm talking about how my, I've always been mismatched with girls and my surroundings. Cause yeah. like, even though I grew up in a working class neighborhood, like I'm, you know, grew up watching like BBC television shows and, you know, just, just a nerd and, yeah. and how all the girls, like the kind of girl I went to school with had her fingers permanently red because, because of hot Cheetos, you know, like those girls, Mexican girls walking I knew around. exactly where you were going with that. <laughs> that's good. Mm, that's, you know, but, but, and then I tell the story of like the kind of girl I went to school with, um, is like this girl on a Instagram video I saw and it's this little teenage girl with like an eye patch over her eye and she's telling her friends what happened. And the girl's like, so I was at the beach and then with my family and then a seagull flew over and I looked up and then it shit it in my eye. <laughs> and I was like, that's the kind of girl I went out with. It's like, I can't exactly discuss the merits of faulty towers. But <laughs> that kind of girl. <laughs> that's so good and then take it into just like you know i can't really establish like a long term like if, if we can't get over like not looking up at a bird it is yeah. in your eyes we can't really like it's like if you if you get shit in your eye can you at least say the word shit and not shit it in my <laughs> eye you know, like can we at least just, if you're gonna get shit in the face like let's let's properly yeah, let's describe how that happened. grammar at least yeah you know? i want you to yeah that's a good that's a good idea it's correct is correct the girl on her grammar yeah and then i we'll be like perhaps there were you. many reasons we're not together one of them was her grammar one of them was like grammar. <laughs> she was outdoorsy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, yeah, she hung out at the. That's at so the graveyard. Good. At the graveyard. At the graveyard. 
she's outdoorsy. Yeah. Yeah. She and you know what? You know what made people. me upset about that time? That guy. So that guy went up. We did a show together. And uh, this guy, I did really well. And then this guy, not bombed, but just got pretty mild reaction. Lukewarm. Yeah. And then he goes up and he starts giving me, like, he starts like, hey, man, that was a good set. But, like, try not to be as, like, other comedians. And I was like, what do you mean other comedians? I was being myself. He said I was like Don Rickles. That's uh, a I, compliment, bro. Well, but he said he said I can tell you're doing that Don Rickles thing, and I was like, well, no, I'm not, because I, I didn't interact with any audience member. Yeah. If I had been like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, what do you want a cookie? Like, if I just <laughs> if I had said something like that, it was like the dumbest. Uh, I don't mind yeah. getting criticism, yeah. by the yeah. way. Like, if people are like, hey, that's a good set, but work on that. If it's constructive, I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, but it was yeah. like it was like the most out of the blue thing that he said to don't me don't be like don Rick- don't be like the funniest person probably of all time because he was saying i was i was acting like don rickles but what i'm saying is like i wasn't i was being yeah, me no. and don't listen in the back guy. of my mind like you have you know everyone has their influences like yeah. me it's the bath like right now in particular it's a lot of sebastian maniscalco a lot of dave Chappelle is like who i'm thinking about yeah and at that time kind of the same people so if he had said like, "Hey, that's a little bit too whatever," uh, Sebastian Maniscalco, I'd be like, "Oh, that's a fair." He yeah. saw through the thing, right? Yeah. No, just complete. Yeah, that's like if awareness. your mechanic told you like, "Oh, maybe you should take some probiotics." It's like, Ugh, <laughs> that's a good. That's a good joke right there. <laughs> some probiotics. Yeah. yeah. I went to my mechanic the other day. I told him I was constipated. He told me to take probiotics. I don't know. We're working on it. <laughs> I made it. You can have a thing how like you were sick, you were sick. Okay, you can have a story parallel to this story, right? Yeah. And the story is, I was at Apollo Burger or something, and I was getting fry sauce, right? Yeah. And this guy who was like this skinny construction construction worker looking guy, bad hair, unkept, and he looked over at me like he he goes, uh, "Hey, you know that's uh that's awful for your health." (laughs) Dude, I'm not at Apollo Burger to to expand my life expectancy like you know no i'm here because it tastes good and yeah so it's like if you go to a mechanic and he's switching out your tires or some shit and he's like hey you're looking a little you're looking a little gaunt ian you should get some probiotics in you looking a little gaunt yeah <laughs> that's good that's good yeah take, how's take your it, sleep man. been recently how's uh... your sleep <laughs> you're, you're, i see the bags under your eyes are you, yeah. are you getting your full eight hours in <laughs> are you exercising like are you exercising um, yeah that's good mechanic i'm gonna call that mechanic physical and i'll remember what that is a mechanic physical yeah all right do you write do you write out your jokes verbatim um like what I mean is like word for word. Yeah, it depends. It de- like so some of my like my joke about the airport. No, the mm-hmm. like the crack at the TSA. Right. Um, that's I, a, that's a good joke too. Like where's my crack? Yeah, we're yeah. like I hope I don't have any crack on me. And I'm yeah, yeah. So like that one, I don't. Uh, the one I had the week before about. Uh, inequality like we need to get rid of the garter toss kind of a thing that one I have Mm -hmm. verbatim because there's a lot of that one is a lot more of a complex idea than everybody's been through almost everybody's been through TSA and almost everybody's worried like oh what if I have a bomb in my bag yeah I don't but like what if I do that's not a complex idea am I (laughs) am I of Arabic descent like Like, should I have shaved before I came I don't know like my (laughs) Uber driver was pretty sketchy like I don't know (laughs) Um, oh, my robes tripping up. <laughs> tripping up no, on like, my robe. That's a much less complicated idea. And so like 
I don't. I kind of do that one more off the cusp. But like, getting rid of the garter toss—that's a very complicated idea. So I have to be like, I have right? To, you have to hit everything a word, little bit. Word of like, yeah. No, this is more this is why the garter toss is gross. This is why the statement couch potato makes absolutely no sense. Because mm-hmm. nobody's leaving potatoes yeah. on couches. Like, where did that even come from? So, right. like, jokes like that, like, yeah, word for word, I need it, like, pretty structured. But if it's a pretty broad idea, um, mm. I like I like the natural feeling of it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I just write I just write bullet points most of the time. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really try to... I, I think it's also important to know what it is you're going to say. Because yep. I've run into the trap of, like, oh, I'll figure out how to say it on stage, which is a bad, 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 bad idea. You have to so, have at least, like, and in my opinion, and this is for me, I have to have the setup and the punchline pretty well yeah. established. What happens in between needs to be concise, but like it, it doesn't need to be. Yeah. I know some yeah, people means... like they meter out their words, which I don't. I yeah. Don't that's, that's why like I, I, I can, ad- I can admire people like Jerry Seinfeld, but they're never, I would never say like, he's made me laugh the hardest out of no. everyone, you know, but like, I do respect that kind of like commitment to go into your workshop and just work every single word. But I think for some comedians that would be, um, that would detract from their act. Yeah. Cause I I think like Richard Pryor just wrote stuff out bullet point wise on lines and just kind of had the general idea. Yeah. Well, Norm Macdonald writes it on napkins right before he goes on stage. He said that he's like, he's like my best jokes. The jokes that kill are the ones I write 45 minutes before I go on stage. Yeah. And that might have something to do with spontaneity too, because yeah. when you have when you get a good idea, you have that rush, like oh. And so if you're able to carry that over, so I had that's this, definitely... I had some more ideas here, and then uh, and then we'll we'll close up here. Mm-hmm. So there was I, this is a real story. Um, so there's one time it was like right during the election where everybody was freaking mm-hmm. out. Um, it was about two in the morning, and I was like, oh, I'm hungry. I, I need to go to Wendy's. So I went to Wendy's, right? Go through the drive-through order my nuggets i go to the window and i'm about to pay and the guy at the window was like how are you preparing for the civil war (laughs) i was like uh i just want my nugs sir he's like i (laughs) never thought i would ever see a war i thought that was like going to be a 19th like a 20th century thing but like he's just just going on you're just trying to get your nuggets (laughs) yeah so i'm just sitting there like okay sir yeah that's great and like i'm handing him my card and he's not taking it and so he's just like yeah, so like, like, I've always wanted to be drafted. I thought that would be the coolest thing in the world. And I'm like, yeah. Uh huh. Are my nugs in the bag? Bye. Yeah. And it was the. I was so. Yeah, that was good. That's. There were, that's there were I think that's times. a really good idea too. I had something similar to where, um, because Tuesday night was election night, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Wednesday is obviously wise guys open mic yeah. and I, was, I just wanted to be like i was i was generally i didn't care about the election i just was like i want to go to comedy i want to do open <laughs> mic i don't care what happens i want to do my three minutes get off stage and that's it i don't want fucking people with colored hair riding <laughs> flipping over cars at the gateway when i'm trying to do some comedy that's, something's more important to me okay uh, yeah let's have some priorities here all right <laughs> yeah. it's so true so there's that and then yeah. i had like um this one is, I would never do this one in public, but I like this one. Well, maybe I would, I don't know. Maybe it's election fatigue, but I'm sick of the all these notifications about Flash Player not being supported in 2021. Like, I already mailed in my ballot. 
because that's that's because of like the technology thing. Yeah, of yeah. How they're they're, they're worried Flash about player or whatever. Right. And I don't know why. I think that's that's on me because I'm technologically very yeah very dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just took the air out of the room. <clears throat> no, you're. I I dude. Uh, with sports and with technology, I don't know anything. So literally, uh, I was talking to this guy called Spencer. Uh, Spencer King at Wise Guys, dude, was talking to me about some basketball's hair guy. I was going, uh-huh. uh-huh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I do that. Like, oh the- yeah. I, oh for sure. I like uh-huh. I like sports. I'll watch them. Yeah. But I'm not like it's like my thing with guns. Like I like guns. I'll shoot guns. But I'm not like the guy with 90 guns in my house. It's the same right. thing with sports. Like I'll watch sports. I respect the athleticism, but I don't care about other people's lives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like that's good that's reality TV to me. You know, like people are yeah. like, "Oh, Kim Kardashian's doing this," but they're doing it with sports. Yeah, and I, I'm like, well, I, don't, I have a hard enough time enjoying the life I have right now. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I I feel like I'm at a disadvantage as a man, not knowing anything oh, about sports. I have this bit that I've been trying to work on. Okay, and I don't know if this has been done. So tell me if it's done. But every yeah. time I walk into the Home Depot, I just feel my testicles just. <laughs> Right on into my body. Yeah. Because, That's a... like, you know, you walk in there, and there's two ways to play it off, right? The first way is to just, you know, be honest and go up to the nearest orange um, uh, apron and say, you know what, I have no idea what I'm doing. I need to build a fence. Um, what do I need? But the more common approach is to, like, walk in, like, oh, I go to the Home Depot across town, but they didn't have what I was looking for, so I'm going to walk around for 15 minutes and pretend like... <laughs> I know what I'm doing yeah, or something like that. And then you got to be like political with the way you say things. I'm, I'm trying to build that thing where like the wood is coming out of the ground. You know, you know what I'm talking about? A fence. Yeah. 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 That's what it's I mean. It's upright. Yeah. Yeah. I need those little wood. metal things. You know, you hit it with the other metal thing, you know, with this kind of action, a nail. Man, wow! You're the greatest. Yeah, you guys, you guys really know what you're doing already. <laughs> they pay you the big bucks, don't you? Yeah. And then, like, I think I'm gonna open up that. Like, there I was walking around the Home Depot like a lost toddler or something like that. Mm-hmm. Because it's true. Like, I'm glad there are people out there who are like handy. Because that's not yeah. me. I think I think it's weird. Uh, a weird a thing I I kind of force myself to to do before every joke is um. Is like, is it real to me? Because sometimes you have abstract ideas yeah. about stuff. You're like, oh, things about women and stuff, or oh, things about like uh, politics. Yeah. But you're, you have to think like, do I really think that, or do I feel that, or is that kind of like a, an idea that I think could be funny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of times, if you're not, if you're not doing something, so if like, if you've never been, if you've never actually felt that experience of like going through a, a store and feeling uh, like. Uh, so, uh, unsubstantial as a man like oh shit i don't know i don't know shit about shit unsubstantial you, can i use that that's a really yeah, good yeah. term yeah, take it take. if you've like never felt that way genuinely i would i would be careful about doing jokes about that stuff because your real feelings are going to inform your stuff so much more so i would go off i would go off like have i actually experienced this feeling every time. maybe not this like the story doesn't need to be 100 percent true yeah play around oh, with that yeah, no. like but like the feeling of like, man, I fucking suck. Like I can't yeah. change a tire. I can't. If you genuinely felt that, then that's a really good start. Oh yeah, that's uh. Well, like, yeah, I, I, I totally, I get what you mean. Where like, yeah, the the story. Nobody really cares like if the story's true 
you just it has well, to vibe with it's you. Not, if anybody resonate. cares, it's just it doesn't matter if the story yeah. is true because you're just go, remember your job as a comedian is to tell a joke and to yeah. make people laugh. So who cares how you get there? <laughs> but a really good starting point is something is if it's genuine to you, yeah. right? Like, oh, if I if you've genuinely felt that way, that's going to be much better than uh, like I could pretend or I could act like as if I felt that way and kind of go through the motions. And people or, can see that, yeah. People can, yeah, people can sense a bunch of weird stuff. Um, people are actually audiences are really good about knowing what's kind of sincere. And again, I'm not talking about truthful because that's a different thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sincerity and feeling is different than Truth. facts, 100% correct. So, do you think that a very attractive person can be good mm-hmm. at stand up comedy? I mean, I'm trying to be. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I mean, okay. I'm out there trying, you know. Yeah, because. I, I think so. It depends. Like me, I'm I'm barely good looking, right? Like yeah. I want to. There's a joke I have where I'm re, like, oh, hey, I'm recently handsome. Like I'm recently good looking. <laughs> I'm a I'm a new uh, bloomer. Yeah. I'm a yeah. I'm a new. That's good. A, a new bloomer. Because I was a chubby little kid growing up. Yeah. And I was, you know, I was unpopular and bullied and shit like that. So I, as I've gotten older, I know how to take care. Like right now, I, I've got the fucking you know, the holiday weight because my mother wants to make me fat so no woman ever loves me. Yeah, but like, <laughs> but, you're also, you know, Hispanic, yeah, but so what I, happens. So, attractive people do have an easier time in life. Yeah. Um, I don't, I haven't experienced that yet, but, um, <laughs> and again, I'm not, no, no, but I'm not, I'm not joking. I'm okay. Like, I'm a decent looking guy. I'm not saying I'm the yeah. most handsome, but people who have grown up, like, especially women who have grown up very attractive, People want to be nice to attractive people. Yeah, it's just some it's just some weird thing. Men especially want to be nice to uh, attractive women because there's always oh maybe if maybe, I'm nice she'll yeah. yeah. she'll have sex with me like yeah. ugh. right. So um, it's not that you can't be funny, although uh, that thing will definitely flavor how you grew up if you were yeah. attractive, really attractive growing up. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a hard stance and say like attractive people like like. It's like when cele- like when an actor goes on like Conan or something and they try to mm-hmm. tell jokes and like you can tell that somebody else wrote them for them. Like I don't I don't know if like really attractive people can do stand up comedy because mm-hmm. they're not relatable. Most people are not like that. And I've found and yeah. maybe you're you'll disagree with it. I've found that like what you were saying earlier, like what makes people laugh is what resonates with them. Like in my opinion, like, obviously there's other yeah. funny things out there, but like, for me, what I try to do is like, Oh, like when I go to the airport, this is what I'm worried about. And that's something yeah. that like a lot of people worry about. I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's such an irrational thing. Why do I do that? Blah, blah, blah. But like very attractive, like what is an attractive person going to say? Like, Oh, you know, when you look in the mirror and you're just like, man, I yeah. love myself. That's not a very common <laughs> thought. <laughs> yeah. It can so I'm I I actually have a very um like wide wide view of this stuff because there's this thing with actors right like let's look at a bunch of different actors um Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood coolest fucking character true. in a long time for me right in yeah. modern movies I thought that was the coolest character Brad Pitt is a fucking sexy guy yeah right oh yeah you should, so I'm I'm struggling how to say this but like there is an intersection. Because of how many people there are in the world, there's going to be a person who is talented. There's going to be a person who is ta- who is talented and good looking. There's going to be a person who is talented and good looking and happens to do a bunch of other shit too. Yeah. Right. So those people are always going to make their way to the top. So 
I think in general, being attractive, especially as a woman, can make things easier. Although there are there are drawbacks to that, yeah, to yeah, being yeah. a girl, which um, I, I, I realized because uh, I was working with a bunch of Mexican guys in uh, California painting and shit. And I was like the only guy that had a car. Right? <laughs> and these dudes were from Mexico or from Tijuana. And they come up, hey, well, that's a nice car, man. Yeah, you got a great car, right? It's like, hey, can you drive me to the airport at four o'clock tomorrow morning? Like, motherfucker, <laughs> dude, that, that, use that. That's so good. But like, yeah. compare that to something like that people actually like are like struggling with. Like, yeah, you know, like I can understand like the pay. Guys. It is. It's like rich people who have problems that rich people have because yeah. there is there is a, people uh, who are wealthier get alienated because all of a sudden their interactions with everyone are like trans their interactions are transactional because a lot of people are trying to get something and they're valid problems too. And yeah. And everyone has their problem and stuff like that. Um, so maybe that wouldn't be relatable to other people, but yeah, I think, I think in general being attractive makes life a little bit easier, especially if you grew up attractive. Yeah. I did not grow up attractive. I I had to fight my way. (laughs) I had to fight my way to be semi good looking. I grew up skinny and then, um, I put on, I'm still skinny and I'm making no attempt. I feel like if I were to work out more, like I run, you know, but I feel like if I were to lift, it would make me less funny. I don't know. No, because your personality is there. That's true. You know, your personality is, there. I don't, I don't really buy that kind of stuff that like, you have to be like a tormented person That's to be creative. Because dude, like when I feel bad about myself, I don't do shit. I'm just laying down depressed and you know, <laughs> I don't do, I'm not funnier. I'm not going out, you know, I don't do shit. Yeah, I'm less but when I'm happy, when I'm depressed. yeah, when I'm happy, like you might call some things from that state of mind. Yeah. But when I'm happy and I'm moving around and I feel good and I'm literally that's saying true. life is beautiful and I'm whistling, that's when I'm productive, me yeah. personally, you know. So, um, I don't know, just dude, like fucking, you know, work out and, you know, get nice and trim and go out there and just wear clothes that don't make you look that fucking different, you know. I just wear don't want to be shirt. like, I don't want to be, I don't want to look too good though, Andre. <laughs> You're scared of looking too, I don't want to be too attractive. Like, because you know, I saw what it did to people in high school, you know. But yeah, you're you're never. But you're out of height. Those (laughs) problems are are. You're only gonna you're you're only gonna add to your value as a man if you get muscular. You know. So um, we're we're coming up on an hour. Actually, we're past Mm -hmm. an hour. And I said, oh, okay, forty-five. But incredibly funny, incredibly talented. Um, if you want to see him, go to any open mic night. Go to Provo Improv Broadway. Are you gonna be at uh, Wise Guys on Wednesday? Um. I, I think I, I will be, and then uh, I got a show, um, the thirtieth in Morgan. Ooh, in Morgan, where where are you at on, in Morgan? Uh, the Stoddard Inn. Okay. I actually don't know where Morgan is. I have to. <laughs> I have no idea where it is. <laughs> I just. I don't know why I'm saying that. I just, I'm just plugging a place to where no people are going to go. But you know, if you want to see Morgan, him. Also, wherever that is, follow him on Instagram. Follow him in person. Don't follow. Don't follow me on Instagram. There's nothing to follow. That's true. <laughs> I'm the worst That's social true. media person ever. It looks like I I don't exist, but um, it's true. You know, just I'll be around. I'll be around, and you can see me. Follow live. him in person. He's running down the Jordan Trail or Jordan River Trail. <laughs> That's right. Every day. <laughs> anyway, um, Andre, thanks for being on. Um, everybody, like, subscribe, follow, or not. I don't care.